and welcome to Positively Pro-Life podcast. Positively Pro-Life is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation and aims to bring you inspirational stories and conversation, important legislative updates and informative interviews as we seek to restore and strengthen a culture of life. I'm your host, Ramil Tenney, the Education Director at the Federation, and here to co-host with me is Maria Gallagher, our Legislative Director. Welcome, Maria, as always. It's great to be with you today, Ramel. It's quite chilly today, but it is a good day. Yes. <laughs> um, music has a way of engaging and shaping cultures. In fact, at the Grow City Conference earlier this year, Dr. Carl Truman stated that music existed to bring communities together. But in our modern world, music has isolated us and reinforced that idea that we are free individuals, untethered from each other. Still, every once in a while, you hear a song so beautiful that it draws people toward each other. There's one such music video that was recently released that has captivated communities across the country. John Paul von Arx is a country music artist who decided to inspire the world with a song that describes his beautiful relationship with his little brother, Sam, who has Down syndrome. The heartwarming song, He's Different, begins with the story of Sam's birth and continues to explore the beauty and gift that being different offers to the world. But before we interview John Paul, Maria has, will give us the legislative update for the week. Thank you so much, Ramel. They came up one by one to lay a rose beside one of the crosses that had been erected to remember children killed by abortion. One woman was overcome by emotion as she walked away from the display. She said, I've never done anything like this before. It makes me so sad. Each year, the people of Perry County, Pennsylvania, create a Cemetery of the Innocents to mark a grim statistic, the number of the county's children who have been lost to abortion. This year, 35 crosses symbolize the nearly three dozen babies from the county who died from abortion in 2021, the most recent year for which statistics are available from the Pennsylvania Department of Health. It was a somber ceremony as townspeople gathered together to call to mind the tragedy within their midst. No abortions were performed within the county limits, but 35 of the county's women traveled to facilities within the region where abortions are performed. The people prayed for these women and families who lost precious children to the society evil known as abortion. And they vowed to do whatever they can to create a community where abortion is unthinkable. Ironically, this year's display was hosted by a church called River of Life. We can only hope that the women, so desperate that they would turn to abortion, rediscover the beauty and bounty of life and never again turn to abortion in an ill-fated attempt to solve their problems. Remmel. Uh, that is beautiful and, and heart-wrenching at the same time. Um, yesterday, we received some very hard news with issue one being passed in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Also, the defeat of some of our pro-life candidates uh, that they faced in, in our own elections in Pennsylvania. And it's been quite discouraging to the pro-life community everywhere. But I want to, I'm going to borrow 
created equals president mark harrington's words regarding it for our listeners um, he wrote in an email addressed to all of us um, he said we don't grieve because we lost a political campaign we mourn because babies will now die in increased numbers in ohio we know the battle to defend them just got even harder, but we continue to fight for them anyways. Mm -hmm. So yes, we mourn today, but tomorrow we get back to work. So this is the movement that we are all part of, the one that takes hits but never backs down. And mm -hmm. we can all be proud to represent this movement of hope. And with that thought, we will proceed to our interview today. One of nine children, John Paul started writing his own music at 15 and has played acoustic and full band shows for a variety of audiences all over the United States and Europe. Through the song, He's Different, John Paul de desires to give hope to parents, expecting a baby with Down syndrome and solidarity with families of people with special needs. And welcome to Positively Pro-Life, John Paul. Yes, Thank you so much, Ramel. It's so good to be here with you all. So I had not realized um, until I was reading your bio that you had you had this song ready in 2018, mm -hmm. but you only released it this year. So what prompted that? Um, there were several things. Um, so I, I actually wrote the song a few years before that. I think it was 2015 or 2016 that I wrote the song. And it was just before I was doing a lot of uh, solo country music on my own. I just wrote it because I was sitting in a room with a guitar and, and decided to write a song about my brother, Sam, because he just means so much to me. And it just, uh, just kind of came out, you know? And then, um, in 2018, I decided, Hey, I want to record this, uh, in a studio and put it on, uh, my, my debut country album. And then it was in 2019, I, I decided, Hey, I really want to do a music video featuring Sam. Um, because I think like the audio and the song itself is, is, is wonderful. And it kind of gives people an insight, but um, I really wanted people to to actually see the visual of, hey, this is a brother dynamic of, um, you know, a, 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 an older brother and then a younger brother with with Down syndrome. Um, and I just thought that I wanted people to have an insight because he's been so special to our family, to me. And I just wanted to give people a glimpse of the beauty of his life. Um, and as you all are very aware, um, because of genetic testing, which in and of itself is 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 a wonderful tool. Uh, but sometimes it's used for for horrible things, and uh, in, in in our case, in our country, um, most most babies by a long shot. Um, I, I've heard you know up to ninety percent of babies with Down syndrome or other genetic abnormalities um, would would get aborted. So uh, there's there's something about uh, you know this song and this video that I just I wanted something that was just a really beautiful depiction of the goodness of their lives. But I, I decided to release it here in 2023 um, for a few reasons. I was going to release it in 2020 um, on World Down Syndrome Day, which is March 21st. Um, Fox and Friends had actually picked it up. So it was going to go out on Fox and Friends. And it was really an exciting time. But then COVID hit one week before then. And everything just went nuts in the whole world. And all of my events canceled. I decided not to release the song because yeah, I, I was afraid. And I, I think rightfully so. It was going to get buried in the news. Like... Um, you know, I, it's not like I have a massive platform to, you know, you know, as an artist, I'm not signed to a major record group. So I decided, you know, I'm just going to pause. And then I started going a different route and I needed to find other work because all my events were canceled. And then I got married and then I had a baby 
And uh, so <laughs> it was like one thing after another. And now, you know, being married for two years and having a one-year-old at home, my wife and I said, you know what, this is a good time. Let's let's actually give this an honest shot. This is such a good project. Our our personal life is is the foundation it needs to be. And we have that that base now and we can go and start giving um, from that place. So that's a long answer for a very simple question, but that's that's the answer I have for you. <laughs> and John Paul, what has been the response to the song so far? Um, it's been it's been really humble, uh, humbling uh, to, to receive just wonderful messages, uh, emails, um, uh, especially of families that have a member with special needs. I think that there's a, an element of this video where uh, kind of being a, a voice for these families and these these people with special needs, a voice that doesn't really usually get a lot of airtime. And I, I think people have this sense of, hey, someone is seeing us or there's the, our stories being told the goodness of um our loved ones with special needs lives is being depicted uh, in the public forum in, in a certain way. So there's been a, a, a huge amount of support from the special needs community. The pro-life community has been, I think, the, the strongest uh, wave of support, um, you know, which has been really wonderful to, 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 to experience that. And, uh, but just in, in general, um, I think I, I know from my country music, days fans that have been with me in different settings and different types of releases and songs. They said, there's something really special about this song, John Paul. And, uh, it really changed how I see people's, you know, dignity with special needs or, you know, a lot of people cry when they see the video and I, I've gotten, I've, I've, you know, shown it at galas or like down syndrome awareness events. And, uh, it's a really powerful response, uh, you know, that it has for people. And, um, it's been, it's been really beautiful to, to see that, you know, I'm a little oh. curious. Um, what was Sam's response to the song? <laughs> uh, Sam, in in true Sam fashion, um, he just uh, he just saw himself on on the screen, and he saw me on the screen in the video doing all the things that we we do anyway, and that he loves, and just got so excited. He's like, "Yeah, that's awesome! Yeah, there's two of them, meaning two the two boys. You know, it's John Paul and Sam." And he's like, oh, a boat. Every time we saw the, the scene with the boat or basketball or driving, it, it he just, he just like every time it's like the first time watching it, he just is so proud and excited. It's like, it, it just in true, sweet, innocent Sam fashion, he just gets so excited every time he sees it. He's really proud. You can tell like, he's like, I'm in a video, you know, it's like special for him. So that's really wonderful. Yeah, I love it. That's terrific. Now, when people receive a diagnosis of Down syndrome for a child, they may be scared. They don't know what to expect. What do you think parents and siblings need to know about a Down syndrome diagnosis? Um, first and foremost is, um, it, you know, there yeah, there's going to be a learning curve uh, anytime, you know, there's any, any sort of new situation um, or something a little out of the ordinary. Um, but time and time and time and time again, uh, my experience of talking to many, many families about having, um, uh, a child with Down syndrome, it's not just my own experience, but many, 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 the overwhelming majority of families, it's been such an incredible blessing to have a baby with Down syndrome in their life. Um, some people call it like, uh, they have an extra chromosome and like the love chromosome where they just love so easily and so, so freely. Um, there's just such a sweetness and an innocence to the lives. Um, other people, 
um, like my, some of my siblings even say, you know, like the rest of us are just one chromosome shy of, of like happiness, you know, we're all searching. We all have like little, little things we get hung up on. Um, uh, but Sam just kind of skirts around all of those, you know, anxieties that the rest of us usually get caught up on. Um, so I would say to these families that just got a diagnosis of down syndrome for their, for their baby, um, you know, buckle up, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, but it's also not all at once. You know, a baby's a baby, you know, it doesn't matter if the baby has down syndrome or not. Um, barring other unforeseen health challenges that could happen with no matter the baby. I mean, um, the, you know, they, they basically sleep, uh, and poop and eat, you know, <laughs> that's about it. You know, they're, they're just a normal little baby and, and you're going to get every part of that baby stage about twice as long, which is such a blessing. I know my parents, my mom loved that, you know, if a baby crawls, um, a, a baby with down syndrome will probably crawl for about twice as long, you know? So you get each of these awesome baby stages, uh, for about twice the length of time, which is really sweet. You really get to take in and get to know them in each one of those stages. Um, so there, there's, there's just the tremendous blessings and benefits, um, to having a baby with down syndrome. That's a really beautiful way of of seeing uh, the stages of life, right? Um, mm. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody else put it that way. So that I'm sure uh, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> mm. so, That's for my mom. She She's the one that uh, planted the seed. So I don't take credit for that. That's her. <laughs> That's beautiful. What surprised you and your family most uh, as Sam was growing up about him as he was growing up? <laughs> Um, just how absolutely hilarious he is. Like, he's so funny. He likes to flirt. He likes to joke around, playing practical jokes, like in his little unassuming way. Like, he loves to laugh and, and kind of mess around and joke. And that's that's pretty common, I think, uh, for Down syndrome. And it's just so funny. He's just hilarious. He makes everything better. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's, it's the best. Um, so just this sense of humor, you know, cause usually I think at the onset there's like anxiety, you know, how do we take care of a baby with special needs or there's a lot of what ifs or will we ever be able to do, uh, or will we ever be able to have our retirement or what happens to our, you know, 401k or we'll be taking care of someone with special needs, you know, um, our whole life, or will we ever be able to do the things that we planned? Like those are really common things that I, I think go through parents's minds early on. Um, and it makes so much sense. You know, I think I would think that same thing, you know? Um, but you know, the thing that you don't realize is like, you're going to laugh a lot. Like it, it's like, yeah, there's going to be an increased responsibility and it's definitely going to shift a lot of things. Um, but there's going to be a lot of joy as well. Um, these, these, they just make life so much better. They it's, it's unanimous across the board. Mm-hmm. It's so wonderful to hear now, what are some of the misconceptions you have encountered from people when they meet or hear about Sam? Um, I think, man, that that I almost would like a little bit more direction. Um, if if depending on how you'd like that answer, because I think there's something like I could say Sam specifically, or just people with Down syndrome specifically, or people with special needs might be a little bit of a broader question. Yeah, Let, let's go the broader route. Yeah, I, I would say, um, yeah, I'll, I'll first, I'll just, I'll, I'll answer it a little bit more broadly. Um, and, and from a, just a personal experience, I guess, cause that's most prominently what I have to go off of, I guess. Um, and I, before Sam was born, uh, so I would have been 14 when he was born, right. Uh, before he was born, I remember 
just my general outlook. Um, uh, growing up in a really respectful family, you know, but I, I would keep people with special needs kind of at arm's length because I was like afraid of, I don't want to say something wrong or do something wrong. Or I, it was more, more just like, I was afraid. I, I was like, I, I don't want to, part of me didn't want to look dumb if I didn't know how to treat these people. Like, so there's like an insecurity as like a middle schooler or whatever. Uh, but I think, uh, what I've realized since having uh, Sam in my life since the age of 14 is, you know, they're a person just like every other person and they love to be acknowledged and they have a name. And, um, so what I always say is I just, just go up and, and say, hi, you know, um, shake their hand. What's your name? How are you? You know, what's your birthday? Um, it's so good to see you. I love, I love, you know, I love your shoes. Those are so cool. You know, or you just like ask them what their favorite color is like, just engage them. Uh, at, they're a human person. And, um, they need community just like the rest of us. And, um, like all of the, the, the unknowns, like, well, what if I can't understand when they respond, you know, what's your name? I don't, I didn't understand. Uh, (laughs) you know, what do you do? Just be like, that's awesome. That's great. Um, it's so good to see you, you know, just, just stay right there with them. Treat them like a person, even if there's a language barrier, even if maybe they're nonverbal, um, you know, just, just treat them like a person, you know, shake their hand or, and just be like, your shirt is awesome. Just just a little goes a long way. Um, so I, I would say that just, just, uh, they're, they're a part of our community and uh, they need to be acknowledged, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're different and still the same. <laughs> they just like, yes. That. So that, that's a beautiful way to put it. Um, I wonder uh, what kind of resources, um, did your family have or or what kind of resources are you aware of that for families out there, um, if they have a child, if they're going to, or if they're expecting a child with Down syndrome? Mm. Uh, the That's a, a really wonderful question because I, I, I know there's, uh, especially uh, we didn't have any family members with special needs before Sam was born. And so it was completely new to our family. And I know, especially to my parents, you know, because we didn't have anyone in our even our extended family, really, we didn't really have people with special needs in our life um, before Sam. And so when he was born or when he, when they found out in utero that he had Down syndrome, my, my mom started like reading everything in sight, being like, what do I do? Where do I go? Um, but I'd say in hindsight, and she would say this as well, like the single greatest um, resource that we have is other families, other parents, you know, and I, that probably applies to parenting. I mean, I'm a new parent that definitely applies to parenting. I'd much rather talk to someone who's raised a one-year-old daughter or been through this before, or, you know, or then I would read a book about it or just go to an organization or a, a .gov website or something. Um, it's, uh, it's people like other people that have actually done it are the most, uh, life-giving, I think resources. Um, and then there's a few organizations like, um, I know we went to Gigi's Playhouse, which is like a, a pretty common Down syndrome awareness center. And it's just a space for families to gather. And that was really big. And it gave my parents a lot of hope to say, oh, there's a place here in town where we can um, we can go and find those other people. Otherwise, sometimes you have to seek them out, but um, go up and talk to them. You know, if, if someone has been open to life and has a loved one with special needs, they're going to be a treasure trove of of, of, uh, experience and just wisdom to, to lean on. 
What else would you like us to know about your brother? Um, I think uh, just the, the main thing is, is that, um, and I'd say this applies to people with special needs in general. Um, I think that we have in our culture a pretty impoverished um, view of of human life or just human dignity or where it comes from. Uh, you know, I would say in general, this is just generalities, but um, it seems like the, the, the dignity, if, if you were to go off of a cultural definition or especially pop culture is, is like the, the, the prettier the person and the more attractive the person, the, 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 the higher the IQ or the more talented, or even just like the larger the following on uh, like any sort of media platform, social media, whatever it is, um, that equals like a better, better life or like that's, they have, they're actually like a higher class of people. But I, I think that, um, S- Sam's life, people with special needs, their life, you know, they're not able to, um, you know, do the things that they probably would have been able to if they hadn't had some sort of a, a disability. Um, but that being said, it just becomes so clear that he's so like gloriously free of the rat's race or climbing the ladder or even just the, you know, manipulation and and using people to get things, you know, um, just like all of the, all of the kind of the heartaches of, of the business world or people who seek fame and fortune, he just doesn't, he's not bound by those things. Uh, he doesn't make that cost benefit analogy, uh, analysis everywhere. He looks, he sees people as people, not as a means to an end or a selfish, um, you know, gain of some sorts to himself. He sees them as a person. And so I, it just affirms, like, I believe that, you know, each person's dignity comes from God. It's God given. And therefore it's not correlated even to what we do. It's be, it's just because, we've been created uh, beautiful and we're sons and daughters of God. Uh, that's where our dignity comes from, regardless of what we do, what we're able to do or what we achieve. And so his dignity is the same as, is the most beautiful, high achieving, uh, or the most successful country music artist. you know, the people I look up to, you know, um, his dignity is equal and it's just such a beautiful, tangible reminder to me. And it, it honestly just takes a lot of pressure off when you really live from that place of, you know, my life has immense amount of value. How do I remember that most? Because I have a brother who never questioned it. He knows that he's good. And that's so refreshing. I know I need that, you know, running, uh, you know, in a public forum or doing music. It's so easy to look at other people who have larger followings or who are better at guitar or whose band is like tighter sounding or, you know, and uh, it just then I hang with Sam and I'm like, oh, it, it kind of matters, but not really at all, actually, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So I, that's what I would like to people to know. It's just, he's, he's kind of that, that gut check for me. I love, yeah, I'm so grateful for him. Uh, he, he brings perspective. <laughs> yes. Yes. And he does it without effort too. It's not like you need to pay for his masterclass or, Hey, <laughs> if you read this book or have this type of planner, you'll automatically be better achieving. It's like, I don't know, man, he does it without even trying. It's just who he is. And it's beautiful, you know? And you very wonderfully depict all of this, uh, all of what you said in that music video, as well as in the song that you've written. Mm. Uh, So I want to encourage our listeners, go on there and type, just Google He's Different by John Paul Von Arx, 
and you you will find the video and you could even send us um let us know what you think about it and uh, switching gears a little bit how did you become involved in music um i've always loved music i remember um listening to music when i was really little and and just like being so drawn to it just hearing the music and it was just such a mystery to me or the hearing like different guitar lines or melodies or songs that I just loved the sound of. And it would just be cathartic. It'd just be going through my head. And and I would see my uncle's band play up in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, and I like the guitar lines would get stuck in my head. I'd be falling asleep at night and I could hear what the lead guitar was doing over and over again. Like they would just get caught in my head. And so I eventually, um, I took piano when I was seven. Uh, but I, I really don't read music. Um, my teacher would just play the pieces and I would just play back what I heard. And I did that for three, four years, uh, became very comfortable muscle memory wise with piano. And then I started on guitar when I was 11 and that's where it really started to, to kind of take off, uh, for me. Um, it was just something that, uh, it's just been inseparable from my life ever since I love Brad Paisley. I love, uh, I love Zach Brown band. I love Keith Urban. I love country music. I love, playing guitar. I don't really think of myself as a singer or a songwriter. Um, I think of myself as a guitar player and an entertainer. Like I love entertaining people and I love really spreading hope through music. That's my whole mission. And this song is, uh, is definitely, uh, in that category. So I, I, I just love it all. I, I love music so much. In the minute we have left, um, do you think that music has the power to change hearts? Absolutely. I mean, it's changed my heart on different things. Uh, it, it transcends. I'd say, I'd say this because music is so good and so beautiful. I think it's disarming. I think that music can say things that just debates or words or, um, uh, they, they, they can't, they can't touch, but there's something about the music itself that moves our heart, our emotion, and you couple it with very deep, profound, truths and i think it really does change hearts and lives i know i've experienced that it has been a pleasure to be with you today john paul von arks thank you for being on positively pro-life you are so welcome god bless you both thank you for having me it's been a real pleasure and do please check out his video he's different i i think that it will change your heart i think it changed mine Positively Pro-Life is made possible through the generous support of the members of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation all across the Commonwealth. The Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation is the largest single-issue pro-life organization in the Keystone State. With nearly 40 local county-based grassroots chapters, we shine a spotlight on the most vulnerable individuals from the very dawn of life to the twilight of life. Thank you for joining us for the program today. It would not be the same without you. We are grateful for your continuing support and encouragement. And by all means, remember, there is always a reason to choose life. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Take care. Have a great week.